1: Ring Central, communicate, collaborate. Connect. Just ahead of the Yankees-Met Subway Series finale on Sunday, July 22nd, it's the WFAM Jeep Yankees Radio Network Fan Fest from 3 to 7 p.m. at McCombs Dam Park, right across from Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. You'll get to meet, mingle, and take pictures with Bernie Williams, Daryl Strawberry, Willie Randolph, David Cohn, and Cecil Fielder, along with WFAN's Boomer Esiason, Greg Giannotti, Joe Beningo, Evan Roberts, Chris Carlin, Matt Maggie Gray, Bart Scott, and Mike Francesa. There will be interactives, freebies, and games to play, including both hardball and softball batting cages. So come early and hang out before the game. It's powered by Jeep, the most awarded SUV brand ever, and by Wendy's, Old Dominion Freight Line, Buck Blade, AgeWell, and your flagship station for Yankees baseball, the Fan Sports Radio 66 and 101.9 FM, WFAN and WFAN FM, New York. All right, here we go. Yankees, Red Sox, which means
2: Simmons has to stop by and uh, spread a little of his Red Sox, uh, you know, propaganda on us. Before we get to that, um, LeBron, what's your yeah. what, what's your latest? You're Mr. NBA. What's your latest deal on what he's gonna do?
3: It's the same that I've told you every time I've come on. So well, I think he's gonna go to Los Angeles. You do. And- I think they're going to lock down Kawhi within the next few days, even if they have to overpay. I think the best way to think of it is, you know, once you get those two, the rest is easy. If you look at even like the 2008 Celtics, like they had Paul Pierce, they traded for Ray Allen. It didn't make much sense at the time, but then that enabled them to get KG. I think the same thing is the case here. Like you get LeBron, you get Kawhi, even if you overpay for Kawhi. Um, maybe that makes it easier for Paul George to come. Now you have three guys, and you just kind of snowball from there. But once you have the two, the rest. Is easy. All
2: right. So that, that, that you think there's any any chance that that doesn't happen? Is there a second place that's in the running, or not really?
3: If I if I was the sports book, I would say L.A. minus five hundred. I would say Cleveland plus three fifty and maybe Philly 12 to 1. Okay. And no everybody else is out cuz he opted out. So Houston can't get him now. All right, so, so
2: everybody else so is scary. out now. That's it's okay. so, it. Every, so yeah. be, merely to me it's is he going to LA or is he staying in Cleveland? You don't think he's staying in Cleveland.
3: I don't. I I think the only scenario that can't be ruled out is if like for whatever reason somebody makes a better offer for Kawhi than maybe the Lakers could and then all of a sudden there's no Kawhi. Paul George stays. There's nobody else that can come to the Lakers with him, and maybe he just locks it down for one more year in Cleveland and then leaves. I, I just, The Kawhi thing with the Lakers, I just think it's going to happen. It, it, it's too important for the Lakers. They understand the stakes. They want to get LeBron, and even if you have to overpay, even if you put Ingram and Lonzo and Kuzma in that trade, you still end up with LeBron and Kawhi, and you can still figure the rest
2: out. All right, we're talking with Bill Simmons uh, now. That puts Boston at the top of the heap next year. So I know that's real hard on you that they'd be uh, the Celtics would be the favorites to go. Uh, right, listen, yeah, yeah get, get, to get them the
3: out finals. of the conference. That's it. Well, wait a second. Wait, do you think there's any truth to this? James Dolan might sell the Knicks name because it's the most exciting Knicks moment in six years.
2: Um, I I think I I really think there's a better chance that they're put into a different. Uh, there's a couple of different things that could go on there. Number one, instead of the split stock, he could take the whole thing private, which is a possibility uh, It's always been a possibility, and still, right. nothing would change but he'd just it'd be a private company again. That could happen, and that's that's part of what a lot of the noise has been now's come the split stock stuff, which doesn't mean sell, which means that he would have two separate companies, one where the sports teams would be in one company, and the other businesses, which are his passion, which is the, 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 music. the music and the music yeah. venues, which are really his passion, yeah. would be in the other business and a very successful business at that. But now, do I think there's a chance that he just thinks, you know what, I, as long as he still owns Madison Square Garden, he will not give up Madison Square Garden. So because because it's too important as a music venue. So I think as long as he owns the garden, I would say there's a possibility that the teams could go up. But remember, you would not be getting you would not be a landlord. And that's a tough way to own those teams, not being a landlord. It's a very if I was going to own those teams, I'd really want to be the landlord. And you get a good lease, but you still are not the landlord. So that makes that a tough sell. It really does.
3: The the flip side of that is whoever follows James Dolan as the Knicks owner, that's if that guy does a good job or that lady whoever it is, that's one of the all time. And the great. Knicks would be, be the, the
2: Knicks. They, they'd be. A be a, hero. There'd be a lot of people lining up to buy the Knicks. You know that a lot of a oh, lot yeah. of people. I mean, they would be well, worth a this, fortune.
3: I look at this like what happened in Golden State. Right, they just had bad owners, poorly run, but they had this great fan fan base in a big city. And the right owner came in, and it was a smart team. And they had probably 10 to the worth of that team. They paid like 450 for them in 2010 or 11, and now it's probably, now that they own the arena, all that stuff, it's a $4 billion franchise. Listen, that
2: franchise has become, from ruins, that's become one of the most important franchises in the world. That's one of the great turnarounds in my lifetime as a franchise, that franchise.
3: Right, so imagine if somebody did that with the Knicks.
2: Right, except they're not going to own the building. That's the only thing. They're not going to own the building. He's going to want the building. I can't see him giving up the building because he loves music venues, and I can't see him giving up the garden. I really can't. Now, if he would give it up, I think then it's even a, a sweeter deal if you could get the building. And then,
3: then well, I wonder if – could you do it where you gave up the building just for the basketball days and the know. hockey days and that's it?
2: I don't know. You know. I don't know if something like that could be worked out. And maybe he decides, you know what, I have enough venues, I can give up that building to get rid of the teams at the right price. Who knows? But, I mean, he's going to make a fortune any, either way. That's for sure. We know that. So it's, we'll see what happens there. It could, it, it could happen, but there's definitely going to be a change there. But I think the most likely thing is he's probably going to stay owner. I think that's still the most likely thing right now, I, I would God. think. I would think. All right, let's get to the uh, – how into you uh, – considering all the stuff you're doing, are you into the Red Sox?
3: Pat, first of all, how dare you?
2: I'm asking. Um, you, you're you such a – you're on the West Coast. You're worried about basketball. No, I, I, you're doing all this stuff. So you, have no, you had time know.
3: for the Red Sox? Of course I have time. And as soon as basketball ends, I go from – Knowing what's going on with the Red Sox and watching as much as I can do, I watch every Red Sox game. And this is a really big series. And it, it's like, on the one hand, like if you're a Mets fan, and you're listening to this, you're like, "Wow, you guys are both 50 games over 500 or 100, whatever it is. Um, this can't be a big series. You're both making the playoffs." But
2: no, it's a big series. It's a big series, series. and it's interesting. And it's it's interesting the way two teams approached it. The Yankees went overboard to rest. And they yeah. didn't. They blew out their bullpen before Yankee series, which is fascinating. And then made a couple of changes. Now bringing Pearson and popping him right in the cleanup spot
3: tonight. Yeah, you know, I, here's here's what I would say. I think I think tonight is the crazy high scoring 12 to 10 game. And it's just like I don't know who wins that one. Sale Sale kills Sonny Gray tomorrow. Like lock that one down. But the Sunday night game is the fascinating... That's the, well, Price has
2: got a lot on the line. A lot of pressure. Well, a lot of pressure.
3: I mean, I, I won't say this is the biggest start of his Red Sox career because he started playoff games. But, you know, as a Red Sox fan, I think I speak on behalf of just very, very the team. I don't have any faith in him against You can't. The you can't. There's been too much damage. And at that ballpark talking, especially. Night, yeah, so you're talking Sunday night, ESPN, um... To get the series will probably be split one one, right? Or it'll be or the Red Sox will be going for the sweep potentially. Or who knows? No. And well, who knows? No. If they win like the twelve ten game tonight, and see, Chris I think your bullpen's battering.
2: very vulnerable tonight. I think you get beat tonight. I think you get beat tonight. Although I think there will be have. runs, but I think the Yanks will win the bullpen battle tonight.
3: I think your bullpen's much better right now. Yes. Kimball's been good, but the setup guys and the rest. No, box. and but Kelly Kimball's was,
2: thrown a ton of pitches the last two games. He did. He can't pitch tonight. Right, so now they go into uh, this game, and the Yankees are rested. You're going to get. You can, Yankees could go four easy out of the bullpen tonight.
3: And Kelly is, who's been re- really good in April and May, is getting shelled this month. And it's he got out of an inning yesterday where he only gave up one run, and the first two outs were just rockets. You know, it's like one of those things where you give up like five, six batters and five of the hits for Rockets. And the guy, the guy who has been pitching the best for them is Workman, yeah. who was the middle of kind of the bullpen type of guy. But if this is a 12-10 game tonight and they have to use Kimbrell, then it's going to put a lot of pressure on sale tomorrow night. too. I agree. Sunday I, I, night I, think, tonight,
2: I think Yankees tonight, obviously, I think sale tomorrow, and that's why I think that's where we'll be on Sunday.
3: Well, let me ask you yeah. this. So, I would argue that this is, the Sunday night game is the best possible Sunday night baseball game you could have this year, for the two teams involved, the history, Yankee Stadium. It's a it's a very important game. Yankees best pitcher. I would all agree. The stars in the lineup. Houston
2: doesn't drum up enough angst yet. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I would agree. I this is it. A, no, this, some is some some it. A, this is it. This is it. I some agree some with you. Picker, only thing that would be better is people. if it was Sale Severino. That would be the only thing that'd be better.
3: Yeah, Yeah. yeah. But it, right, so that's the only other way. Yeah, and I don't say that provincially. I really do think that this would be the best possible game. I, I, I completely
2: game. agree. I, and I, like I, it, yeah,
3: and it's going to get completely blown out of the water by NBA free agency.
2: Well, not here. We're Maybe somewhere this, else. Yeah. So not not New I, York. I think yeah. anywhere. no, I think not in New York. Not New York. No, because we know it's not. We know LeBron's someday. not coming anywhere near here. So we know. We know that. You know.
3: I just think people. This the. the What's crazy to me is Summer League free agency has now become bigger than whatever the biggest regular season baseball game
2: Well, this will be a big one tonight. I tell you, the next three nights will be a wild – Crazy sold out games with a lot of heat. It's gonna be 95. It's gonna be warm. It's gonna be great. I'm looking forward to it. Let me ask a couple team, of questions. Your
3: but, team's not your team's not hitting as well. As, no, it hasn't hit I, lately. I don't think the vaunted offense is really that vaunted. You know, yeah.
2: it's it. I tell you what, it is though. It's very very dangerous in that it's, it's there in big spots. It has not been there day in day out. It's been funny the last couple of weeks. But it's very good in tight games, and it's been great in big games this year against good teams. Yep. They've killed everybody's pen in big spots. Killed. So I want to see that if you guys have a lead tonight. Do you like the Pierce move or not?
3: Uh, you know, it.
2: Did, did it Did it excite you at all, or you like, I no. can't believe we got Pierce?
3: No, I mean, they've been struggling ever since they waved Hanley. Yep. They waved Hanley at a time of the season when... It didn't really make sense, but it made sense because they really liked this guy, Blake Swihart, yep. who had been one of these top, top prospects for years, never put it together. And, you know, it was sold as we didn't want to get rid of Swihart. We want to give him a chance. If they gave him a chance. He couldn't hit. So Steve Pierce is, you know.
2: Hey, he's streaky. It's
3: okay. He's, streaky. He's, he's I'm not the most excited about him. I think. I don't think he would crack the Yankees lineup. No, no chance.
2: One. No chance. But you know what? He's still dangerous. And <laughs> and now you got Brandon Phillips, which I didn't even realize till uh, one of the writers came on today and told me. I didn't even realize you guys had signed Brandon Phillips. Brandon Phillips could help you guys down a stretch. Down a stretch, he really could. I've always thought he's a decent player.
3: Listen, it's we have J.D. Martinez, who's the modern day Babe Ruth. And really, it doesn't matter. It? <laughs> when you have the 1927 Babe Ruth on your team, you just kind of. I love when you just don't matter.
2: overstate things. I mean, you know, really, you got a guy here who's having, 20- a, you know, he's having a career year, and we got to hear now that he's Babe Ruth. Here we go.
3: I will say that there, it's not just a career year. If you go back to when he got traded last year and what he did the last couple months in Arizona. He's basically like for the last calendar year of remaining games. Who are you happier
2: about right now? Who who are you more in love with right now, Martinez or Mookie Mookie Betts?
3: Well, Mookie's sacred territory. He's one of the most popular Red Sox players. Well, you just compared Martinez to Babe Ruth. Well, I'm just getting to know Martinez, but I'm getting to know him the same way if 1927 Babe Ruth joined the team the same you know, I'm feeling him out, but I just feel like he's gonna hit a home run every time he's up.
2: Eighth inning tonight, so, eighth inning tonight, down a run. Hit one to bat. Hit one to Nooney and then it's through the wickets and there's two runs.
3: He has Nooney giveth has and Noonie g-
2: Nooney gives it and Nooney take it away.
3: Well the Sox, so the biggest hole on the team was Jackie Bradley's bat combined with the catchers that they you know the end of the order was just a disaster and yeah, the movie would come up terrible, and, yeah. But now Bradley can, kind of came to life in that Anaheim series finally. He's been in a slump for like a year. Nunez is now the, the worst guy in the lineup. And the fact that... He can hit, but he it, can't field. He's just He just hasn't been good. And the fact that... Red Sox fans are now going, Man, oh boy, we really miss Pedroia. Like that was not something I was prepared to say two months ago. And Told I don't you. feel comfortable saying that. Brandon it
2: now. Phillips could is <laughs> a guy could help you guys in a pinch. I really think that's possible. I've always liked Brandon Phillips. I think he's I I don't know how much baseball he's got left, but we'll see. I mean that could that could be interesting. Uh they have, you know who scares they, me? Ben attendee. That that's going. who scares me. Yankee Stadium. There's certain guys that once they have that Yankee Stadium bug, they never lose it. Yep. Kurt, Kurt, Befri- uh, Kurt Belfry, uh, Kurt Belfry, Kurt Belfry, well, especially Dick McAuliffe, if you go back. Uh, wow. s- now, I'm telling you, he's got it. He has got that grooved, Danny. groove. Yeah, but I'm talking about the lefties who take advantage uh, of the porch. You. He has that grooved Yankee Stadium. I can hit the 360-foot fly ball all night, all the time, all the time. Scary, yeah. Scary hitter at Yankee Stadium.
3: He, he stunk in April. We didn't know what was going on. He had cut his hair. People were blaming the, to cut his hair, the flowing locks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely, the but Samson he's, thing. He's, absolutely. Since May on, he's been lights out, and cool. the Red Sox have uh, Bets Martinez has been amazing. Benintendi's been really good now for you know two full months, and then Moreland has been you know kind of shockingly good this year, considering that we weren't even sure if they were going to bring him back last winter.
2: Do you have any so, idea how good Torres is? Have you real Has it dawned on you yet how good Torres is? I do. Listen,
3: I have more Yankee fans in my life than you. That's and,
2: maybe, maybe, maybe.
3: And it's I, you know you go back to that Chapman trade, and I can't remember a trade working out better for both teams, right? Like yes. the Cubs would have done anything to win a
2: anything, roster. anything.
3: They get Chapman, and by the way, they won the World Series. I don't know if they win the World Series or not, Chapman. So you do that deal again from their side, and then from the Yankee side, you get this transformative infield prospect that pans out immediately. And right he now like he's thirty years old.
2: Right now, you would rather face anybody with the game on the line in the lineup than him. Anybody.
3: I was gonna ask you, who's your top three down by a run, two outs? He's, number, he he's number, number one. He is number
2: he's number one. Number wow. one. Absolutely. Absolutely, and you know who number two is for me? Who? Gaudy.
3: I was going to say the guy, the guy I'm most afraid of on the Yankees in a big spot is Brett Gardner. I'm telling you, he's I, I number
2: two. But Torres has pa- Torres will do anything. He'll flip at the right field. He will, you know, he'll hit it back through the box. He will not try to pull it. He will not try to hit it out. He will do whatever it takes. He gets great at bats in big spots. Yeah. He elevates his game, incredibly. Already, incredibly, when the game's on the line, he's unbelievable. He really is in that regard. Gardner, he's the best hitter in that regard.
3: Yeah, Gardner has mastered the ten pitch at bat, followed by the garbage dumper hit over the second base. <laughs>
2: yes. and then he'll hit it out of the park on you when you watch it. You know, when you, you least expect it. You know, he has he has the most Yankee walk off home runs uh, in the last. I think it's he he passed Rod in the since 2009. He has the most wa- Yankee walk off home runs, Gardner. I mean, he yeah. he has a habit for doing that. He really does. He gets a lot
3: of big hits. You know, it's funny. You asked me at the beginning whether now I'm watching more Red Sox yeah. because the NBA is over. I watch the Red Sox. What what changes when the NBA is over is I hate watch the Yankees. So I'm kind of toggling back and forth between Nesson and, and yeah. So I've actually watched, you know, a, a fair share of some of these close games at the end. What's interesting to me is Houston is still plus 200 to win the AL. No. And I, I just feel like I, I think they're by far a better bet than the Yankees or the Red Sox, personally. I
2: think, it is, I think that, to be fair, here's the problem with them. They have got to show me that they have a bullpen before I believe that I think they're the best team until they get it in the bullpen. They, I'm telling you, their bullpen in a big spot, they're afraid to even put them on the field. Against the Yankees, well, the, the Yankees kill them. Kill them.
3: But you they know? have the setup guys, and they, they're loaded with prospects. None, and of, them, have none of them none of them get the Yankees out.
2: None of them get the Yankees out. None of them. Now, the Yankees can't hit their starters. We know that. They can't hit Morton. They yeah. can't hit They can't hit Verlander. But they can kill their relievers. Kill them. So, I don't like their bullpen at all.
3: I think they have an easier road in no the division there. And I'll tell you, don't and, count
2: Cleveland out. Cleveland, by playoff time, is going to be a good team.
3: Yeah, I mean... I went. I went. Actually, when I was there at the finals, I went and saw them in person. I still feel like the top, the top three in the AL from a talent standpoint is ludicrous. You know, the Red, the Red Sox. The uh, this is the most complete team they've probably had since 2013. I think this Yankees team has not reached its potential yet. No, and they're gonna get another you know? pitcher too. Yes, get another pitcher, yep. and even the offense. Everybody goes nuts about the offense and. It doesn't feel like the offense has had one of those. It has like not. Well,
2: Sanchez has had it for three weeks. San, they've had, never had everybody hitting at the same time. Sanchez has had a terrible season so far. Uh, yeah. Bird, Bird hasn't gotten going. stanton has been, been Stanton's been hot and cold. So the, the two consistent, guy, the consistent guys have been Judge, Bird, and Andrew Haw. They have been the consistent guys.
3: You know what's interesting about Judge? I've just noticed this from afar. I know nothing. He just seems like the greatest guy. Yeah, there's. That you know, I don't really know him. I I, I, him. I
2: really don't know him at all, so I really couldn't say. But I think it's already his team, and I you know I think yeah, he's he very seems calm. Like an awesome guy. Yes, he probably he probably is. I don't know him. I can't talk about him. I don't really don't know him you at all. You
3: gotta get him in the show. Yeah, I, I, I mean I've
2: had on. him on once or twice, but I don't feel like I know him. But I tell you this: this is already his team, and it's going to be Judge and Torres' team. That's going forward. They're going to be the men. They're yeah. going to be the guys.
3: Well, because they had this video of him, he was warming up between innings with some kids sitting in the front row yeah. of, in the outfield. It's just, I don't know. I just like Judge. It's really yeah. hard for me. No, he's, he's, you're sure right. I'm sure i work up some hatred for no, him. No, you're having trouble. He's the hardest Yankee to dislike in a while. Yeah,
2: we'll find a way, though. They'll find a way. So, listen. How's Jeter, everything? I think I've a hate Jeter. Have you gotten over the, uh, the, the finals? You okay now? Everything good?
3: Yeah, the finals was fast. It wasn't good for the HBO show we were doing, you know, to kind of uh, to have this sweep was not perfect. But on the other hand, the J.R. Smith game was like it was one un- of the most memorable games
2: Unbelievable. Ever. And a call that was so atrocious, it was unbelievable. Yeah, it unbelievable how bad it was. So we could do it. It could do two hours on the reversal of that call. Two hours we could do.
3: But then you could you talk about what he did at the end in the annals of NBA history and like brain farts and screw-ups and just how one play single-handedly changes the series. And that's like that's going to be remembered with Nick Anderson, you know, C-Web's timeout, just Jr. You know, forgetting the score because they, they, I thought the best LeBron game I've ever seen in my life.
2: And not only that, and, finding out afterwards that he, to whatever extent, damaged his hands uh, after having yeah. the best game of his career.
3: Yeah, whatever. I'm still, I'm still holding. You buying my back, that? You buying? You no, buying that? Oh no. I think there was some gamesmanship with that okay. because. You know, I think maybe he punched something. Maybe his hand was a little swollen. But I think as, as that sweep was approaching, I think that injury. Uh, but that was the, gut, the
2: right? best I'd ever seen him shoot in that game. He couldn't miss. I mean, he could not. That was the best game he ever played.
3: I uh, I obviously was there. And, you know, it was the first time I kind of felt this Warriors team is an all-time team. And I think they're going to go down. As, I don't know what the number is. We'll see how many they win. And that was really the only player I can think of in the history of the league who just could have gone one on five against them. I'm not even positive Jordan could have done it as effectively. Well, that night you
2: couldn't have been a better. That night there never was a better player than the guy you saw in that court that night. That night you couldn't have been a better player.
3: Because Jordan, as great as Jordan was, he was still six six.
2: Yes, LeBron was right. That night it it was
3: like Will Chamberlain.
2: That night you could never be a better player than he was that night. That's how good he was that night. That's how good he was in that game. Yeah.
3: The run he had from game four of the Indiana series all the way through that first game of the finals is the best I've ever seen anybody play basketball for a sustained stretch. I still think Jordan's the best player ever, but for what he did with a team that really wasn't good, that I didn't think was particularly well coached, um, and just the the amount of burden he had, all the minutes he was playing, all these 24-minute halves he was playing, and stuff I've never seen, the way he was figuring out how to rest, to try to just save even a tiny bit of energy, um, I just thought it was really, really something
2: unbelievable. All right, thanks, listen, don't take it on the chin too badly this weekend. I mean, you know listen <laughs> you yeah, yeah. see you later. <laughs>
3: Goodbye. (laughs) Bill
2: Simmons, let me get this in fist before we break. Now, Security Dodge in Amityville is your number five dealer in the USA. Take your pick on these sizzling zero-down lease deals. You ready? You can get the Ram 1500 Crew Cab Express, 309, zero-down. The Dodge Durango GT, 309, zero-down. The Jeep Cherokee Limited, you got it, 309, zero-down. The Jeep Celebration Security Dodge, Long Island's Ram and Wrangler headquarters in Amityville. Shop their inventory 24 hours a day, securitydodge.com.
3: Formula E is back in Brooklyn on Saturday, July 14th and Sunday,
0: July 15th. The world's first 100% fully electric racing series reaches its dramatic season finale as drivers battle to be crowned champion. Away from the track? Check out the latest vehicles from Audi, BMW, and Jaguar. Explore the kids' zone.
3: Enjoy live music and artisan street food. Visit FIAformulaE.com slash NYC for tickets. ABB Formula E, July 14th and 15th. New York, we're
0: coming for you when you hear the name paul miller you may think of the internationally acclaimed paul miller racing team or maybe it's the paul miller auto group with 12 franchises in new jersey the paul miller auto group one of the largest auto groups in new jersey can fit any budget visit us online at paulmiller.com
1: at verizon we get what it's like to live in this city it's raining and you're late for a meeting And the meeting is downtown, but you're uptown, and the only bus you can catch is crosstown, and it's still raining, and the nearest subway station is three blocks away. Or is it four? Now it's raining harder, and it's definitely four blocks to the subway, and you're definitely ordering an Uber, as long as you have service living in new york deserves the best network and america's best unlimited starts at only forty dollars a month per line when you get four lines that's right talk text and stream all the music shows and movies you want with four lines starting at just forty dollars a line per month not just unlimited verizon unlimited visit your local verizon store or vzw.com for details Plus taxes and fees, auto pay and paper free billing required at times of congestion. Your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Domestic data roaming at 2G speeds. Seven cars for kids, K A R S cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today.
3: To learn more about our programs and to donate, go to carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K. Pickup is quick and easy. You'll also get a vacation voucher and maximum tax deduction.
1: One eight seven seven cars for kids. K A R
0: S cars for kids. One
1: eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Also accepting boats, motorcycles, RVs, and real estate donations. Come out to Yankee Stadium on Friday, July 27th for the Yankees' third collectible bobblehead of the 2018 season. It's C.C. Sabathia Bobblehead Night, presented by AT&T, and the first 18,000 guests in attendance will receive a C.C. Sabathia Bobblehead. For tickets, log on to Yankees.com or call Ticketmaster at 877-469-9849. Don't miss CC Sabathia Bobblehead Night on Friday, July 27th. Again, visit yankees.com or call Ticketmaster today.
0: At Hackensack Meridian Health, we believe the best healthcare is perfectly orchestrated. An intricate balance of human emotion, innovation, and medical expertise. When it all comes together, something powerful happens. Researchers work with doctors, opening new pathways to treat the most complex conditions like cancer, heart disease, and stroke. Specialists identify problems sooner. And everything you need, from primary care to emergency care, home health to rehab, is all perfectly in tune to help you feel your best. At Hackensack Meridian Health, we're orchestrating excellence for the way you live. Because when everyone works together, your world gets better. To find a physician, call 844-HMH-WELL or visit HackensackMeridianHealth.org. Hackensack Meridian Health. Life years ahead.